Welcome back to the Canes Country Podcast. We have we have joyous news, um, well, potentially joyous news uh, to talk about because hockey might come back eventually, um, <laughs> maybe in like a month and a half or two. Uh, you know what? Now I'm thinking about it. This doesn't feel all that much better. Uh, this is uh, this is still like we're talking like a month and a half and. So many things could happen, but you know what? They they came out and they said they have a plan, and we have a podcast. And I'm Brett Finger, and of course Justin Lape is here. Hello, hello. <laughs> um, it feels weird to to do this like one after the other here. It's been like what you know two weeks since we last spoke, but yeah, man, I mean, we really need a break. Is this is really too much. Yeah. This, this is, is too this much is work for exhausting. me. Exhausting, exhausting. Yeah, it's a little much. No, but so we, I guess there's really, there's two big things to talk about. Uh, one thing revolving around the entire league. One thing um, that's probably less of like big breaking news, but it's, it's, a, it's a thing that happened. Um, we're going to start with the big overarching uh, league stuff, which is there's a plan to return to play. And that plan is the 24-team playoff, quote-unquote playoffs if you want to um, label it as such. So, yeah. Justin, um, give give me the details of, of said playoff, quote-unquote playoffs, and, and how it affects the Hurricanes. Well, first off, uh, it's stupid. <laughs> oh, yes. All right. Great. <laughs> getting right into it. Um, well, I guess, like, the details that some of you may know is – Obviously, the remaining schedule that would have been from March 12th to April 4th will not be played. And you got 24, so 24 teams, top 12 in each conference, which my question is, why did they need to expand it to 12? Well, honestly, I think it's to include some uh, of the I was really hoping end. you'd have some opinions like this. So this is good. This yeah, is good so for the episode. It's, it's honestly to include, you know, the fringe teams that weren't going to make it anyway. Montreal has no business in the playoffs, and... You know, it's just, it's a cash grab in that case. I understand the league's probably hurting with, you know, the stop and, like, a lot of businesses are hurting. Um, so I, I can understand that, I guess. But, um, yeah, this this format, you knew they were going to do it. You knew it was going to be rough. Um, anyways, so we had our opinions last time we did a podcast. It's, um, I think Andrew and I agreed mostly, uh, maybe you, uh, agreed that, you know, it seems better to just wipe the season and, and you know, yeah. continue in a different format because this is going to alter – this playoff that they chose to do is going to alter probably the league for the rest of – The rest of rest, time. For, for, the, for a long while. For I eternity. Think. Because with this schedule that they've aligned, there's no way that this – league will then start another season in october that's not happening not a chance. and i think it's time to get used to an nhl season either starting in november or december which is is wild but i thought um, it was i think they're gonna I thought they were talking about january 1st for the new year I mean, which would um, be something you know the nba is talking about christmas day that's something that they've been pushing for that's gonna this, be but... weird because you're gonna be playing from here on out you're gonna be playing hockey through august that's gonna be weird yeah. You know, and that's not that doesn't fare well for conditions, you know. So yeah. I don't know. Anyways, uh so some news today too. Um 
so they're going to go through phases. Phase two in early June would be um, teams will be permitted to return to home facilities for like voluntary on and off ice training. Um, but then this is the news that we got today. Phase three. Limited people for, in the building. I think it's like six players or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. And phase three for formal training camps. Um, Elliot Friedman tweeting out that, that the league informed that that would probably not be until at least July 10th. So then you get into the interesting part, which is what they still have yet to decide is two hub cities. Um, they have a list that includes Chicago, Columbus, Dallas, Edmonton, Las Vegas, LA, Minneapolis, Pittsburgh, Toronto, and Vancouver. Um, I think you can bet your money on that one of the hub cities will be a Canadian team, it, a Canadian city, not necessarily due to, because obviously no fans will be allowed for this. Um, I, I definitely don't see that ever happening. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure they agreed that it will not happen. Um, but I think based on facilities or something of that nature. Um, so my guess is honestly maybe Edmonton, uh, brand new arena, might might be worth a look into to that for at least one of them. But anyways. So this phase four is getting those 24 teams into these two hub cities and then starting to play from there. So the thing is, if it, if phase three hits at July 10th, to get to these hub cities, they would still, if they're following these regulations, would have to quarantine for 14 days. So with that said, is that it even start by like early to mid-August? Um <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just feel like they're shooting themselves in the foot here, and it's changing how things are going to be. Thing, how things are going to be. I mean, with this schedule, you could, you might as well just cancel the season and put, you know, and, and put a plan in place to start in October. Um, you know, some numbers in states are flatlined, some are rising. So, I think it's just worrying about how you filter in the players and then eventually filter in fans. And this is but, another, and another thing about it is, it, and this is something that affects all the sports. It is. What if someone gets sick? Yep. What do you do? Do you remove the team? Do you remove the player? And I know there's going to be lots of testing, so we'll see, but that's like, for me, that's kind of the whole the whole thing because you're you're talking about having all these people together and if they're together they're going to be in a very confined space i mean you're talking about half the league being in a city um yeah. that's that's tight and if you know it wasn't a lot there... of shared facilities and you know mm-hmm. a yeah, lot of and... turnaround i know that some some reports about it not being so like you know bad on surfaces but it's just you know the spacing issue yeah you know six feet and, uh, I mean, and, and ultimately ultimately you can social distance all you want off the ice when you're playing hockey there's no social distancing okay so like, exactly that, that's yeah. that's that's the that's where it gets in, difficult for me and you know you see the uh the mlb's like no spitting no dipping no sunflower seeds uh stay away from each other in the dugout well i mean one, I don't think that's possible for baseball, and I don't mm-hmm. think that's going to happen. But two, even if it was, it's more possible in baseball than it is in a full contact sport on a sheet of ice um, 
the size of, of an NHL rink. And it's, it's because I want to, I want to toe a line because obviously we all want sports to be back. Um, yeah. We, none of us want to have no season, to have no postseason. I don't think anybody wants that just from the, you know, the I want sports angle. But the, the bigger angle is how doable is this? And it, what's the reality of how safe the players, the coaches, players' families, coaches' families, how safe are they going to be? And how much sense does this actually make? Because, you know, obviously we can't see in the future. We don't know what it's going to look like in a month and a half, two months. Uh, maybe our country will be in a better place or, or even the United States and Canada will be in a better place. Um, but it's entirely possible that it won't be. And you're, you're, you're talking about a lot of things that have to go right for this to, to work. To and work, yeah. I'm just, I'm wondering if, if it can, and if it can, then that's great. And that's, you know, uh, I'm not even talking about it from a competitive uh, playoff standpoint. Is it a legitimate playoff? All that. And I guess we can kind of shift into that, um, moving away from the bigger issue and focusing in more on the actual uh, play if it happens. Uh, the Hurricanes would be in line to play the New York Rangers in a play-in uh, series uh, for the playoffs. It would be a five-game series, uh, or a best-of-five series, first to three wins will go to the playoffs. So... <laughs> The, the Hurricanes, not even reportedly, Jordan Martinook and company said it straight up that they voted no on the 2014 playoff format. Um, what was your reaction to that? Was that, was that something that you understood? And Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 look, I, I think the Hurricanes recently, whether it's Dundon speaking out or whatever it is, they, they've kind of flipped the switch on what an NHL team is typically like um whether that's from a marketing standpoint um you know the post-game celebrations whatever it may be they they're they're kind of a trailblazer in a way i think um and i think that they had every right to vote no and you know i understand the you know a lot of players are probably thinking about paychecks and what whatever it may be and owners are looking at some way to get revenue and obviously that's going to be mostly just television but, revenue. but the thing is for that they aren't voting no to playing. They're voting no to the proposition that was made of the 24 Which, team. And yep. obviously there's there's a connection there as to why they wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, and I, I mean, I understand that. But do I think it's just because they're running from the Rangers? I don't, I, I don't think so. Probably not, no. I think it's the premise of, of yeah, there's, you know, eight teams they're, that they're should They're in the playoff spot, there. legitimately. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think... If anything, you know, there's eight teams that should not be there. Um, you know, there's no, there's no reason to give those teams any leeway, regardless of where they're at. Either you start from scratch, and it, you know, it just, it's, it's normal, right? Or, like, th there's no reason that these teams should be there. It's, it's, yeah, it's just, it's ridiculous in the, in that aspect from a competitive standpoint. I mean, look, they could totally flip the switch beat the Rangers and, you know, we're back to square one, but that doesn't alleviate the bigger issue. If one of these teams that was outside of a playoff position when the season stopped wins the whole thing, there will always be an asterisk beside this cup. You know, it's, it's, it, it has no 
like bearing that some of these teams are here. Like Montreal has no business being there, you know, and it just, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. that's, I don't know, man. That is, I mean, really the Montreal Canadiens are 31, 40 and nine. Mm -hmm. 31, 40 and nine. They have 71 points. They're within nine points of the Ottawa Senators, who are second to last in the conference. Um, the Blackhawks were barely above 500. You know, like, there's just, yeah, there's no. I mean, okay. well, I mean, they're, they're not even, like, none of these teams are, like, the Blackhawks are, or the Blackhawks are 32, 38, and 8. Um, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. 9, 10, 11, 12. As much the, as I love the Coyotes, they weren't on fire. To they're they're 33, 37, and 8. Like, these yeah. are these are not good teams. Yeah. And, I mean, and, if and you they, notice... It, it goes yeah. back to the issue that I think you might be getting to. Oh, look who happens to be in the 9 to 12 area mm -hmm. of yep. both conference standings. And then you see Montreal. You see yep, New, York. New York. You see, mm -hmm. Chicago, you see Chicago, you see you Minnesota, see Minnesota. you see yeah. Vancouver. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. it's not, like, you, you can't really frame this in a way that suggests to you that these are competitive decisions being made. It's very clear what they're doing. So, you know, you're, you're, you got all these not very good teams in. And, and this even branches beyond the whole Rangers-Hurricanes thing, which I think is overblown. Um, look, if, if the Hurricanes lose to the Rangers, then they lose to the Rangers. Um, yep. I don't think, after all this that's happened, I'm not buying much into the, oh, they haven't beaten them this year, so this is going to be bad. They didn't beat Washington last year, the Hurricanes, in, in the regular season. They didn't. Also... I mean, geez, when the when the when the season resumes, it's going to be March, April, April, May, May, June, June, July, at least four to five months since since that happened. Uh, I'm not buying into any, um, you know, <laughs> what happened earlier in the season because this is practically a different season, um, and players haven't been playing for months, and they're going to be we're going to see a lot of interesting hockey. I think we're going to see a lot of really good players not play well and a really or a lot of depth players maybe show out and maybe they'll get overpaid this summer so um yeah it's, um, it's it, i think before we turn to um a little bit of canes news we have for this podcast um we should talk about the draft lottery mm -hmm. um yeah so it will be conducted prior like the first part of the draft lottery is going to be determined by the seven teams that did not make this 2014 cutoff. Um, but the eight teams that do not advance from the qualifying round, um, then that will have, then the, the second half of that draft lottery will determine yeah, the rest it's of the basically in halves, selections. Yeah. So it's, it, it's the first 15 selections, but does that concern you too, based on, you know, not only it would be a double whammy if the hurricanes do, you know, they lose, they, they come back, you know, essentially for nothing, and then they give up what could likely be a top 15 pick to the New York Rangers as well. Um, 
Well, so it, so it depends on how it all shakes out, right? So so right now the way that it's structured is the Hurricanes will have to give the Rangers a pick for this upcoming year's draft. Now, they have their own, and they have the Toronto Maple Leafs. If they come out of this in a situation where they miss the playoffs, let's say they miss the playoffs, or they, they lose out, and the Maple Leafs do as well. Okay, so you're you're talking about if the Maple Leafs move up into the top 10 because that's the that's the ultimate thing where it's like okay if the Maple Leafs finish in the top 10 the Hurricanes aren't going to have two picks and that means they have to give their pick to the Rangers now I I guess you're kind of gauging the likelihood because in this situation if you're Carolina you want Toronto to win um or worst case, you want Toronto to lose, but then not get a top ten pick. Um, so, like best case scenario, Toronto gets the eleventh pick. They lose out in the first round matchup, and then they through the lottery they get the eleventh pick or whatever. Um, because otherwise, Toronto keeps the pick, and Carolina the pick they get from them moves to twenty twenty one. So, am I? I don't know if I'm worried about it really. Um, yeah. I don't know. I have a feeling that the, the Leafs are going to be pretty good coming out of this. I, I have literally no reason to think that other than I just have a feeling. I think they're going to be pretty good coming out of this. Um, <sighs> but, I mean, really the only thing that matters for Carolina's perspective with this draft lottery is if there is concern, I think it's more on the side of what picks are they giving up. I don't think – I think they're kind of past the point of being in the – oh, we could have gotten a better draft lottery position because unless you get unbelievably lucky again like you did with Svetch, um, you're not going to get a player who contributes immediately or within the next couple of years. Um, and and their their farm system is still great. So, Big, uh, big shout-out with all this to the Ottawa Senators who are going to possibly end up oh, with... Wow, yeah. Two top two, three, two like top six picks. Or, I think it's possible. two top six picks yeah. that they're guaranteed. I, I think it's no worse than six. Yeah, mm-hmm. think about that. Like that's a big, big jump for them. You know, yeah. as long as they don't screw it up. But um, I, I yeah. think it's impossible for them to screw it up. I think their season is done, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. so geez. yeah, good for them. Good for them. They're uh, uh, they're gonna, they're going to get a couple players there. So a little bit of uh, Kane's news. Not really on the ice for now, but uh, they're it's about where the ice is. Yeah, it's about where the ice is. Uh, they have extended their lease with PNC Arena through twenty twenty nine, I believe. Uh, and yeah, Brett, your your thoughts a little bit on this? Um, so yeah, it's a, it's it's a, it's an interesting move. Obviously, the Hurricanes were were reaching or nearing the the tail end of of their ar- arena deal with. Uh, uh, Centennial Authority, um, so and PNC Arena, obviously, but this this extends it through twenty eight twenty nine. That means that for at least the next seven seasons, eight seasons, whatever it is, um, they will be playing home games at PNC Arena. And my understanding is the what what the ideal situation is is either they in that time they build a new stadium. A downtown arena is what Dundon loves and some people want it some people don't um, they want a downtown arena or they want development 
around where PNC Arena currently is to make it uh, more of a hub than it is right now because yeah more of a place to stay yeah Yeah. uh, you know you're talking because in that case you're presumably talking a hotel uh restaurants um you know similar to what north hills has move it there you know (laughs) yeah but right now what they have is uh, they have a backyard bistro and they have a football field (laughs) Yeah. And uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, yeah. there's and a gas station. There's a the gas road. station. There is a gas station. There's a gas station. I've gotten there many a time. Uh, <laughs> late, I've gone to that gas station multiple, multiple times late at I've night. Actually, never stopped there. Yeah. Is there well, a Wendy's nearby or something? Yeah, there is. Okay, yes, a you are. You right. are. You are on so, it right now. So there, as you can tell, not 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 after ideal. After covering games, and you know, there'd be a lot of games where I go, and I'm like, oh man, I I need to get gas, but I need to get there now. Um, so I have to go after and then, you know, just go across the street. Uh, it's very weird that gas station, all the, the lights are always like going out and it's very creepy to me. <laughs> like every time I go there or not every it's time, kind of like a, probably like half the time I go there place to be. and it's dark, man. It's like 11, 1130 at night. Yeah. And you know, it's just, you know, lights go out and I'm like, okay, very good. Um, so maybe they'll get more lights that, that can be part of the more lights. More lights, yeah, uh-huh. that's a good, um, good start. More gas stations nearby. Um, maybe another Wendy's. I think that would be good. A um, backyard bistro on the other side. That would be good. Mm-hmm. Multiple backyard bistros. Yep. A front yard bistro. Um, <laughs> a second football stadium. A second football stadium. Yep. There's got to be room there for it. So. Yeah. Um, there's a lot that they can do with that area. I mean, there's a lot of... Uh, area that is not currently being used. So I, I think the goal from Dundon is to get more stuff around there and make it more of a hub and have more of a downtown vibe. And if that doesn't happen, obviously, I, I mean, he's been stomping the ground a little bit for a new arena since he bought the team. And that yeah. obviously that's a whole other can of worms, I think, uh, with regards to a downtown arena. We can talk about that another day if you want. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot going on. What do you think? Yeah, I, th- I think, you know, I'd be promising if there was just more development around there. You know, I, th- I think, you know, if you if you use the land that you currently have, you're going to have to take away parking, but maybe just put some decks. You know? <laughs> you yeah, downtown out, arena, too, up. because you're talking yeah. about public transportation Yeah, in, so, in a downtown I, area. Yeah, and, you know, it's not like charlotte where it has the infrastructure for like the downtown i mean they have a stop right there for spectrum for the spectrum center like you know it's just it's, it's so much simpler that way yeah. but that's a bigger town issue and that would take years and years so yeah um you know i think yeah probably the safest bet is just developing the area around and and you know making the renovations needed and then crossing that bridge later on but you know that could be a decade from now um you know uh, yeah, it gives them extra time, and you know, I think it's a, it provides a little bit of security as a fan that they're maybe yeah, not going if you had anywhere. Any, if you had any worries soon. about that, then I mean, yeah, you, you don't sign that kind of deal if if you're financially concerned. They're, so Dundas, um, Dundas just playing the long game, man. He'll yeah, spring it I, on you in ten years. Yeah, and I mean, not only is there a good roster on the ice, but like they're going to be able to com- compete post COVID, I think. And and I, I look. I think the appetite for any sports fan, no matter what it is, is going to just be, you know, tenfold after, you know, yeah. when you're able to make, you know, be a part of these large gatherings again. People are itching for it, you know. I mean, people are watching 
Tom Brady and Peyton Manning face off in golf. Like whoever thought, you oh, know, yeah. but the, I mean, I had good. I ratings. watched the first. I I watched the first five holes of that, and then I stopped because I was like, Jesus, man, Tom Brady sucks. He's so <laughs> bad. And then he apparently he hit a hole in one or a, a, a birdie from like the middle of the fairway or something. I don't know. And he ripped his pants, and it, it was just a weird thing that happened. Uh, and yeah, I stopped yeah. watching at the wrong time because I literally stopped watching. I think it was the hole before he drained that shot because I stopped watching after five because I was like, "Geez, man, I can't Tiger Payton are putting I, it I, putting it together right now, and Tom Brady's terrible." I can't say much. I played golf goat. once, and I was terrible. So um, I like golf. Yeah, I like golfing. Yeah. I like watching golf. I didn't like watching Tom you Brady. You do like golfing. watching golf? I do. Yeah, I do huh. very much so. Huh. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I find it relaxing, but not not so much entertaining. I, guess. I find it I don't entertaining. Know. Like I, I feel like when it gets down to those, like you know, it's the final day of the event Sunday. or whatever. Yeah, it may if be. you, you watch it, you can yeah. watch it a little bit. That's on what I would. I could watch some on that day. I can. Yeah, I can, but like I don't. If it's obscure players or something like that, you know, Thursday can I, be I a little rough. Names, but, Thursday yeah. can be a little rough. Friday, Saturday, Sunday for sure. I'm, I'm there. Um, but yeah. It, how much of that did you watch? Any? Um, uh, I watched some. Yeah, it was, it was, it was solid. But um, yeah, it's kind of uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Charles I, Barkley was there making jokes. So the most random thing, and I just want to bring it's for a good cause. I just want to bring this to your attention because I, I think this is this is <laughs> insane how this happened. I'm looking at, at NHL.com right now, and there's an autoplay thing going on on the left hand side, and it's top ten iconic skill moves in sports and it showed a clip of the Alex Semen pass to like to Yuri Tolusti. Do you remember that? Where he goes like behind his back. It's oh no, yeah, yeah, I do. I do remember yeah. that. And I have so that, that was, made that the was, list. That was that a made sick pass. Iconic skill moves in sports. Wow. Good good time. I don't know if it's yeah. iconic. But they showed lacrosse goals and, and all that stuff, but no one like, Svesnikov, so it might might be outdated a little bit. I mean so. we're talking about iconic though like is semen iconic like does anyone really think about that like i feel like iconic is like something that people know like i think svechnikov's goal is way more iconic than that yeah maybe maybe yeah um i guess we'll end that for today i think this has been a great podcast um you know kind of getting on a roll here we got we got back to back on on our two-week break so expect us back in another two weeks yeah um with probably significantly more news than we know right now or not who knows again a lot of things have been you know even on their website is tbd you know so to be determined it's going to continue to evolve Mm -hmm. as the situation with covid continues to evolve so um yeah that's that's been a podcast uh you can follow us at canes country on twitter like us on facebook canes country and canes country picks p-i-x on instagram obviously we have no game photos currently but hey maybe we could take screenshots of the television and, and put it on there when it's time so um yeah that's something yeah. to look forward to that'd be great yeah and you uh, should uh you should uh pioneer that pioneer that get oh. a lot of traction you're you're the you're the gif in in photo guy you get all these interactions photos with... I, I, I okay well you're moving now you're now you're lumping it in together and that's that's different that's disrespectful really yeah what you're, disrespectful you're, you're, to what you're making you a lot of assumptions here and i just got to slow you down real quick just say yeah yeah so um yeah and you can follow brett at brett, brett underscore finger underscore you know i was honestly starting to forget about 
the underscore. You know, that's how that's mm-hmm. how long we've been away from this. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I know yeah, yours I know. is lanky light because I'm a good co-host of a podcast. Um, it's also th- it's also that I'm a gamer tag too. Well, there you go. I don't know why I should tell people that, but I'll let I, you decide which console flood, I'm on. The flooding of front requests. That's gonna be oh, good for you. Oh yeah, everyone's gonna want to one v one me. So, um, yeah. <laughs> that's it uh don't forget to check out content on canescountry.com uh you know doing our best here with with no sports but um yeah you can always do that too so i think that's podcast part it is it most certainly is all right and we will talk to you in two weeks two weeks bye